Hello, friend. Hello, how's it going? I'm on the struggle bus. As you can tell, I'm cocooned in my blanket and eating Twizzlers at 11.30 in the morning. I do see that, yes. It's a dark time for me. (laughs) Oh, no. But anyway, how are you? I'm good. Um, As you can see, Mm -hmm. I am in a new, different location right now. Yes. I am at a friend's apartment. Giving me man apartment energy with those open cabinets. Yes. A straight white man lives there, doesn't he? He's not white. Oh, that was not what I was expecting. No, no, but he is a man, so. That makes sense. The empty white cabinet. The empty cabinets in general just give me man vibes. Yeah, yeah. Before we started recording, we um, talked to my friend that I'm staying with and asked why men keep cabinets open. And I said, is it just so it's quicker? And he said, yes. And like, while that logic does follow, I still just... It takes two seconds, not even one second, to open them. All I mean, all I'm saying is, just take the cabinet doors off, then. Right. Yeah. Just have like an open. Like there are so many ways I can hurt myself with an open cabinet door. I feel that. I feel that. So what are you drinking? I'm drinking a margarita. Ooh. Not a frozen one. Just one with ice in it. So. Love that for you. Mm -hmm. I'm still on that water grind. Love that. Because I'm too scared to drink alcohol yet. <laughs> I mean, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Won't get my MRI results for a week, which is like absolute bullshit, but go off, I guess. They tried to blame it on COVID, and I was like, okay, I don't think we can blame things on COVID anymore. You've had a year to adjust. No. Right. Like, that's like um, True Daddy yeah. and his, his government. Like, they are taking so long to process my citizenship paperwork. Now, granted, Canada is still in the, in the midst of, of COVID. Into they the thick are, of it? Into the thick of it, yeah. Into the thick of it. People yeah. are, like, just getting their second shots now, which is earlier than expected, than they had expected. So, like, love that. But tell me why, online when I check, it says that they are processing applications from December of 2019, Tell me why ain't Makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. I mean, the song fits the situation. Tell me why it does. I didn't take my ADHD medication today, so this is Oh, this is fun. about to be a fun episode then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I just look like I'm disassociating, just ignore it. I can I never realized how long I can keep my eyes open without blinking. Until those TikToks came out and they're like, you can't blink. And I was like, you want to see some real speed? Oh my gosh. Anyway, this is Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Francesca. I'm Alicia. And this episode is brought to you by my psychiatrist telling me to take my ADHD medication. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out. He lets me text him when I need a refill, so. We love love a zillennial queen. King, he's a man. Listen, I didn't choose it. My mom did. Oh, uh, that's. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Speaking of my therapist, we were when, before we started recording. Alicia and I were talking about the movement of kill all men, as oh, yes. we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told my therapist, and I was like, "Yes, kill all men, except for Bernie Sanders and Chris Evans." Because Chris Evans can repopulate the world with his good genes, with, like, his good face, and he was raised right, so, like, anything he produces is just going to be prime. Um, Oh, my goodness. And then my therapist goes, yeah, and I'm sure Bernie Sanders' sperm is still viable, so, (laughs) to which I said, yes, spread that socialism, so. (laughs) Wow. Was not ready for that one. That, those are the text messages that my therapist and I have together. And wow. when I told her what happened with my foot, and I told her how she was drinking wine, and I was like, yeah, tequila is usually good to me, but this time with my foot, tequila made me think I could fly, and I can't. <laughs> Unfortunately. And she's, <laughs> she's like, it's not your fault. Once you turn 35 and continue drinking tequila, then it's your fault. Oh, my god! So I got another 10 years. 
where I could blame tequila. Thank goodness. I'm glad she let us know. Yeah, I was really concerned. Um, do we have any other things we want to... I don't think so. I don't have any book news. Well, uh, do you want to get started? Yeah, I'm here for <clears> it. <throat> okay, so as I've hyped up, I'm doing Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. Hold the applause. <laughs> so excited. I'm very excited. And the only book news I have is related to this. My dad sent me an article about how they're coming out with like a new ad- adaptation of Lord of the Rings. So I don't know if that is like a for sure thing or if they're just talking about it, but I'm interested. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm very excited. I learned throughout this book that it's pronounced J.R.R. Tolkien, not Tolkien. Yeah. Didn't know that. Because I never read his books. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. My favorite Lord of the Rings reference was actually this year. In Falcon and the Winter Soldier. When... Um, Bucky, like, mentions reading Lord of the Rings, and Sam's like, you read Lord of the Rings? He's like, yeah, when it first came out in 1938. And I was, like, cracking up. It was... That means that it's... That means that it's almost as old as my grandmother. Yikes. My grandma was born in 1937. It's younger than my grandma was. My grandma was born in 32. Oof. I think. I think that's the year. I'm going to double check it. I apologize for the sound quality, I feel like, already, because I'm recording in my friend's apartment. It's a bit a bit echoey, um, and there's a lot of noises that I don't know where they're coming from. So. Oh, I was wrong. It was 1954. <laughs> oh, okay. Which makes much more sense. That it came out? Yes. Okay, that makes way more sense. Cause I was like, wow, that's really old. I didn't think uh, J.R.R. Tolkien was like But then that. that doesn't make sense that Bucky said it because he was captured by Hydra at that point. Plot holes. Shake my head. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that because that does not make sense, sir. I'm going to have to watch it, just period. Yeah, you do need to watch it. Have you been watching Loki, ma'am? No, not yet. I've been traveling since it like started, yeah, so that's my that's excuse. Fair. So Ooh, This week was a doozy, my guy. Oh, man. I can't wait. So, jumping right into it. I'm very excited. I really like this book. I understand why people call um, Tolkien the, like, grandfather of, like, fantasy. Because this book was so good. I, like, listened to it. So, um, even though I listened to it, I'm definitely going to pronounce things wrong. Because my memory is that of a goldfish. Yes. That's why we take notes. That's right. So, we open up. To Bilbo Baggins deciding to pack it up, call it quits, and retire. Um, as he should. To the place, as he should. To the place where all people go. Florida. <clears throat> Just kidding. Not Florida. <laughs> I thought you were going to say hell. I was like, yeah. <laughs> same, same difference, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's basically the same thing. Just kidding. R- right. <laughs> Just, he's... Yeah, not Florida. He's just going to, like, go chill out in the countryside and, like, not get involved in the hashtag drama. Right. So, Bilbo decides, I, I'm giving this uh, no good fucking ring to to my sort of cousin Frodo and piecing the fuck out. I'm (laughs) done. (laughs) So, he has this huge-ass party. This is, like, so dramatic. He has a huge-ass party to celebrate his birthday, but also secretly to celebrate his leaving and all his little, like, Hobbit friends come to, to party it up. But you know who else comes? My man's Gandalf. Yes. What we a love Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my Let's gosh. be honest. Where did that inspiration they, come from? They do, they do be looking the same. They do be the same person. Let's be real. For a second. I think this was a Harry Potter AU. Harry Potter was an AU of Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I will say, I think Gandalf is, like, more of a badass than Dumbledore is. is Ooh! That like, well, I mean... Is that, a, is that a hot take? No, I don't think so. I think people have their qualms with Dumbledore to begin with. So... Let it, let, 
yeah, let me know if that's like a hot take. But just after reading, I've only read one book, so like, please don't don't spoil me. If, <laughs> if you please don't ruin it. Yeah, because I'm really excited. I really love this series so far. But I so far I'm like Gandalf is like kind of a badass, and Dumbledore is like a badass in in his own way. But Gandalf is like more of like a, like take no shit kind of kind of guy, you know? Yeah. Until you find out that he was keeping Frodo alive because he needs to be murdered in the end. Exactly. So, uh, so Gandalf shows up and Gandalf is like, Bilbo, buddy, hey, <laughs> did you pick someone to give this ring to? Did you do it yet? Did you, did you give it to him? And Bilbo <laughs> is like, yeah, I'm going to give it to, to Frodo. So Gandalf is like, okay, cool. Just like, give me the ring. You can head off on your merry way and I'll uh, give it to Frodo. No. And, and Bilbo has like this moment of like, mm, I don't think so. I think I might want to, like, keep this ring. But then, like, after some encouragement, is like, holy shit, yeah, take this ring. I don't want it. Goodbye. <laughs> so then Gandalf takes it and gives it to Frodo and tells him the whole story about how it's evil and and the Sauron's power is growing and the ring needs to be destroyed and you know, blah, 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 you know. The usual shit. The usual. We're all in grave danger. We're going to die. Get in line. He's also like, yo, Frodo, this ring is super hella powerful, so do not use it, okay? Okay. <laughs> and then he, like, fucking dips. Whatever you do, don't put on this horcrux. Okay, bye. <laughs> literally, that's literally how it is. Um, oh, wait, and then he also, t- he also, before he dips, tells the story of Gollum, who apparently murders his cousin in cold blood, cold-blooded murder As for this should. ring. Like... Wasn't Gollum... I'm not sure. I don't know if this is a spoiler. Then don't um, say it. No, I don't know if they say it in the books or not. And I could 100, 1,000, 10,000% be wrong. Wasn't Gollum mm-hmm. a hobbit before? He was like, yeah, a hobbit or a dwarf or something. And then the ring has like just alter, had altered him so much yeah. that he just becomes like another being entirely. Gollum was the only thing I knew about this story. Gollum and... Like, there's a ring, obviously, <laughs> that everyone wants that has, like, some sort of power. Um, and then Gandalf. But, so, like, the story behind Gollum is... So, basically, him and his cousin were out in, like, a creek kind of thing. And they and his cousin found this ring. And it was, like, near Gollum's birthday. And Gollum saw it, and he really wanted it. And he's like, hey, give me the ring. for it's, It was my birthday. Like, you should give it to me as a birthday present. And his cousin's like, fuck no. I already gave you a birthday present, <laughs> you dumb bitch. Um, so fucking then, ungrateful. Literally, and then Gollum is like, I, I'm just gonna fucking murk you and keep this ring for myself. And and that's what he does. So it was quite quite something to learn that. Um so then Gandalf is like, I I gotta go do some wizard stuff. I'll see you in a couple months <laughs> when you're about to leave on this trip that you're gonna go on to deal with this ring. So Frodo waits until fall as per Gandalf's directions and sets out from the Shire with three of his hobbit friends, Sam, Mary, and Pippin. And I, I just have to say here, go ahead. I love Sam. He's my fave by I far. I was just about to say, I love Sean Astin. Oh I play Sam in the movies. I'm just, he's just my favorite. I just like, I just think he's so sweet and so cute. You're going to love him in the movies. I promise you that. Yeah, my dad My dad is, like, super hyped for me to watch this. He wants to watch the movies with me, so I've been holding off on Oh, on I was going to say, them. we should watch them together, but then that's okay. We can watch the Dylan is in Trouble coverage of oh, it after you've perfect. watched them. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you follow me on Twitter, at French Sticks with an X, you would know <laughs> that my highest performing tweet right now is about how that's all I do all day while I'm working is just watch Dylan is in Trouble in the background. As you should. Oops. <laughs> But yeah, my dad is like super excited because I've been t- like, everyone is so excited for me to read these books and I kind of like live for it because like I can talk to so many people about them because mm-hmm. so many people have read them. It's kind of like Harry Potter. Um, <clears throat> my dad has not read them. He read The Hobbit though. And he, I was telling him, I'm like, oh, I really like Sam. He's like my favorite character. He's like, okay. Like, he's like, yeah, I can see that. Sam is very like courageous and like very like upholding. Like I get that. He's like, he's like a good, a good character. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. My man... He's just the best. What can I do? (laughs) (laughs) 
So I'm also pretty sure they have to leave like kind of suddenly because someone who I assume is either Gollum or one of Sauron's minions. Okay, wait, has been Sauron? He's like the overlord of the bad people. Okay. I don't know. I could be saying it wrong for sure. Okay. It's spelled S-A-U-R-O-N. Well, it's a fantasy novel, so... Let me Google it, because I'm going to sound like a dumbass, because it's, like, the biggest, like, evil character Okay. in the book. Sauron. Yeah, I was right. Okay, cool. Just got to make sure, because I don't want to be made fun of, obviously. <laughs> so, um, so I assume this person who's, like, following them is either Gollum, because he's in, the, in pursuit of the ring, or Sauron's minions, like, the black, who are called, like, the Black Riders, I'm pretty sure. Um, And they've been coming to look for Frodo already to find this ring. So along the way, as they're starting out, they are pursued by the nine ring race who are servants of Sauron who take the form of terrifying black riders. They do not seem like a fun time. Not going to lie. I personally would not like to be chased by them. So (laughs) the hobbits spend a night with the wandering elves who nicely promise to send word ahead to friends who will protect the hobbits as they make their journey. Very nice of them. I appreciate Thank appreciate you so it. much. <laughs> appreciate the vote of confidence. Now, these fools have barely made it out of the Shire. The hobbits get lost in the forest. And I'm not saying this wouldn't have happened if a woman was there. But, it but I'm not not saying it that. It wouldn't happen if there was a woman there. Just saying. I'm going to say the only critique I have of this series so far is that there are not enough women characters. <laughs> They're like all men, which is like fine. I mean, whatever. They're great characters and it's great world building. But I'm like, where are the women? <laughs> Let the women do the work, as they say on True Crime Obsessed. Of course, you got to put that shout out in there. Of course. I was just about of to course. say it, but then I was like, no, like that's not our thing. And I have to be crediting the right people. We are not plagiarizers here in this house. Not in this house. So, um, so of course, they have to be rescued from a malicious willow tree who swallows, question mark, Mary and Pippin, and forms like an evil ghost tomb thing. And the hobbits get rescued by my man, Tom Bombadil, who is my other favorite character, who I was devastated devastatingly informed that he's not in the movies. That's rude. Um, also, speaking of this tree they have to be rescued from, the Whomping yeah. Willow? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew this it. This is literally just Harry Potter. Except JK for Harry Rowling. Potter stole it from Lord of the Rings. What? I said except for Harry Potter stole it from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, that's my point. Is J.K. Rowling, rude. explain yourself. Ma'am? Ma'am? So Tom Bobadil is like the oldest creature in Middle Earth and has like mad powers. He goes up to the tree and starts singing to it. As you should. As any, any self-respecting man would. And orders it to let Mary and Pippin go. Once freed, Tom invites them to a casual dinner with him and his like wife, girlfriend, significant other And the hobbits accept, of course, and end up staying there for another day and hear a bunch of Tom's stories. Um, And during this all, I can't remember how exactly, but, like, Tom knows that Frodo has the ring and asks Frodo to see it. And Frodo, like a dumbass, gives it to him. Like, I love Tom Bombadil. He's, like, a chill dude, but, like, you don't know him. You're just going to give this ring to him? Like, sir... Did you not heed Gandalf's warning that it was a powerful thing and not to be trifled with? How old is Frodo? Like, is he a child? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think he is supposed to be, like, kind of, like, young for a hobbit. But I'm like, bro, you're just going to give this man this ring that you are supposed to guard with your life? Sir. Makes sense. Yeah, but, like, when he gives it to Tom Bombadil, like, some... Shit goes down and Frodo like puts the ring on because Tom makes it like disappear and then has it reappear. And that freaks Frodo out because he's like, fuck, this guy took the ring. And so when Tom Bombadil gives it back, he puts the ring on his finger, which is the one thing Gandalf tells him not to do. And yet he's already done it. This like we are literally stop one in this trip. (laughs) Irritating. 
Mans can't. Well, he's a man. He he's can't a man. Listen. I know. We have to. We have to hold back because he's a man. You know, men don't. I listen. guess so. I guess so. So um, they stay another day. They hear a bunch of Tom's stories, and when they leave, Tom teaches them a song to sing if they run into trouble. So of course, this means the hobbits almost immediately run into trouble after they leave, and get caught by a Barrowite, and Frodo ends up cutting off this Barrow White's hand in an effort to save his friends from having their throats slashed, like straight up murked. That's one way to do it. I guess so. Luckily, Frodo suddenly remembers Tom Bombadil's song and Tom comes in and saves the day like the ledge he is. Yes. Yes, King, go off. (laughs) (laughs) So Tom absolutely demolishes the Barrow White's like home it's little like lair and tells frodo and the team to head to town to, to the town of brie where they'll find an inn they can stay at so they set off on their way to this inn and as they spot it frodo tells sam mary and pippin to only refer to him as mr underhill while in front of people they don't know since you know people are like after him yeah so the inn they find is called wait for it it's called the prancing pony that sounds like a really fun gay bar. I know, right? I was like, I kind of want to go. I bet you have really good Taylor Swift nights. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm I feel sure. like she would, that would have been like the bar she was discovered in if that was like a real place. Exactly. I was also thinking this reminded me of, and you're not going to get it because it's Percy Jackson related, reminded me of like, um, there's like the, like the party pony, uh, like, crew or something in Percy Jackson that are just like a bunch of like um like what are they called the half men half uh horse centaurs centaurs yeah it's like a group of centaurs and it's like (laughs) just reminded me of that I'm like wow I bet you I could find them here (laughs) (laughs) so the innkeeper Barlaman Butterbur gets them set up in rooms Pippin Sam and Frodo go down to the main hall while Mary is like taking a nap I guess (laughs) mood yeah, that's you. You're Mary yes. in this book, I guess. I was just about to say, who would I self-insert as? Probably her. Or him. It's a him. I'm pretty sure they're all guys. Yeah. So, they go down to, like, the main hall where a bunch of other travelers are gathered, and soon enough, drunk Pimpin is telling the story of Bilbo's birthday party. And as he's getting dangerously close to the part where Frodo gets the ring... Frodo is high-key panicking and jumps up onto the table and distracts the room with a song. There's a lot of songs in this book, let me tell you. (laughs) Honestly, I think I might be the twins combined. Because that's some stupid shit I would do when I'm drunk. Start running my mouth. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I definitely would not be Frodo in this uh, situation. Definitely not not jumping up on tables. Taylor Swift would definitely be Frodo. Oh, for sure. I mean, did you ever hear about the, the, the story about her with um, Drave Grohl? Where she saved him by, like... Yes, I had. I heard Yeah, that it's, one. like, very popular. I've I seen it go around TikTok. Basically, the story, for anyone who doesn't know, um, the story goes, they were at a party, um, and everyone was trying to get Dave Grohl to, like, go up next to, like, the piano and play a song or something. And he was, like, fuck. I think he was, like, super, like, drunk or high or something. Yeah, I think he was drunk. Right, and he's like, dude, I cannot be doing a song right now. Like, I am too far gone for that. And Taylor, like, jumped up, and she's like, I can play something. That's, so that's why she's Frodo, for yes. sure, in, in, this, in this book, in this situation. So he goes up, sings his song, but as he's going to start the next one, he falls off the table. So maybe that is you, because he falls off the table. Listen, I am the main character always, so... <laughs> Francesca's not saying she's a main character, but, but she's I'm an basically Aries, the main so character. I have to be the main character. So, yeah, he falls off the table, and as he's falling off the table, somehow puts on the ring for a second time like an idiot. Why, you dumb fuck? I literally don't know. So this causes Frodo to disappear and then reappear, of course. And while the hall remains suspicious... A mysterious name by the man of Strider seems to know exactly what happened. And Strider goes and corners Frodo and is like, I cut the shit. I know that you're Frodo (laughs) and asks to speak to Frodo in private. First mistake. Yeah, literally. 
As Strider follows the hobbits back to their room, none of them seem to trust him. Really? No, they're like, mm. And, like, mostly because he looks, well, less than, like, inviting. Like, he looks mm-hmm. kind of like, mm, He looks I like Puss in Boots. Very <laughs> worrisome. He, he just looks like maybe he could be a bounty hunter, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. So Sam seems to trust him the least. And, like, honestly, I can't blame a man. That would be me, too, so. You would be Sam in this. this. And maybe that's why I like him so much. <laughs> So, however, Strider does indeed seem to know a lot about the Black Riders who have recently been seen in Bree, which, not good, friends, not a good, not a good look. Um, in fact, he saw the Black Riders speaking to the gatekeeper a few days ago. Don't like and, that. Right. Strider also warns the others, um, sorry, Strider also warns that others in Bree um, are not to be trusted, um, including people who were in the drinking hall earlier. Just then, Butterbur, the innkeeper, knocks and enters and long-windedly explains to Frodo that he has a letter to Frodo from Gandalf um, that he was supposed to deliver three months ago. Three months ago. So then, sir, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is mail fraud. (laughs) That is mail fraud. You will be going to prison. Middle Earth, uh... Middle Earth uh, FBI is coming for you. Middle Earth Mail Authority. The T- the <laughs> M-V- M-E-P-S. Middle Earth Postal Service. And <laughs> <laughs> I put on a fucking t-shirt. Damn, that was funny. That was a good one. I'm proud of you. Uh, let's give you our first merch. Middle Earth <laughs> Postal Service. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. So, yeah, but he forgot to give it to him and only remembered when Frodo showed up. And so while reading the letter, the hobbits are frightened to learn that Gandalf had sensed immediate danger and wanted them to leave the Shire by the end of July, which is two months earlier than they had actually left. They left in September. Gandalf writes that he would catch up if he could, but that they should make for Rivendell as soon as possible. And finally, Gandalf writes that Strider, whose real name is Aragorn, is a friend who can help them. And he, like, quotes some, like, ancient poetry that is, like, I don't know, related to Aragorn. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and basically to prove that, like, he can be trusted. Um, and also gives them his real name. And that's also a way that they can, they know that it's him. Mm-hmm. So... Frodo is also hella annoyed at Butterbur after reading this letter for not remembering to give it to them. Like, this, like, he's like, bro, this could have made this thing way easier for us. And yet, you've just fucked it up for all of us. (laughs) So, Sam is still somewhat, like, distrusting. But Strider soon convinces Sam by saying that he already could have killed them easily and taken the ring if he wanted to. So, the hobbits agree to take... uh, take Strider on as their guide through this this journey that they're taking. Love that. I know. Mary finally returns and tells them that he has seen the Black Rider Black Riders while out on a walk, and Strider immediately decides that the Hobbits can't spend the night in their room, and they go and arrange the pillows under the blankets to make it look like they're sleeping in their beds, like this is like a fucking Scooby Doo fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> And the hobbits then roll out their blankets in the parlor and go to sleep as Strider keeps watch. And it's a good thing that this motherfucker did because when they wake up in the morning and go and check on their bedrooms, they see that their beds were thrown apart and slashed during the night. And all their horses were let loose overnight as well. So God damn it. I know. So the hobbits are forced to buy a half-starved pony at, at a high price from a very suspicious person mm-hmm. in Bree. And leave with the whole town, like, watching them, which I don't like that. No, thank you. No. Please do not perceive me today. It's a no. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Why do you think I'm doing this episode with a blanket over me? (laughs) Francesca just pulled the blanket directly over her face. I wish to not be perceived today. (laughs) Okay, Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, green was his color. I can't. I do not wish to be perceived today. Thank you. I, you look like um, 
Palpatine in Lord of the Rings, in um, Star Wars. I'm trying to remember what movie it is where he takes it and he's like, oh, it's um, <laughs> it's Thor Ragnarok when he puts the <laughs> thing over his head. And he, she goes, I can tell who you are. He's like, not with, not with this disguise. Oh my gosh. You can't, you can't figure it out when I go like this. I was crying. I love that movie. We're just including all the different fandoms this episode. Yes. We are inclusive. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So they make their way through a marsh and to the top of Weathertop Hill, where Strider thinks Gandalf may have been attacked. Suddenly, Sam, who has wandered away, runs back from the edge where he like wandered off to. <laughs> I don't fucking know. know. Um, and says that he just feels like uncomfy. Like he feels like a bad feeling, you know, like something bad's going to happen. Mm, he's and getting that rumbly and the tumbly. Exactly. And the group gathers around the fire and starts watching like the edges of the camp that they've kind of set up and sees dark shapes coming over the top of the hill. My God, my night terrors. <laughs> That's what I see when I have my night terrors. Just oh, dark wait, shapes. What was it called in Shadow and Bone? His like fucking like, oh, I can't remember. I literally just covered that book too. I just read it. But that's what I'm thinking of. His like the shadow, the Darklings, like little shadow minions. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> or the Dementors. That works too. Ooh. Oh, there we go. That's what I am. But I'm a, I'm a Dementor with fashion taste. With taste. <laughs> because you have green? Yes. I love that. I'm a Dementor with taste. Like, I don't wear the holes on my cape. That is, mm-hmm. why would I do that? Why would you, you're going to get cold. No. Taste. Maybe the holes are supposed to be fashionable? Absolutely not. There are <laughs> cases where holes are cute, like in your jeans, but not like that decrepit shit that they were wearing. Oh my god. Be a Dementor, but make it fashion. Roast them. Yes. This is just an episode where we roast... J.K. Rowling for stealing the entirety of Harry Potter from Lord of the Rings. I mean, I'm sure people have probably had have discussed this ad nauseum, but yes. I am fascinated. This is not a hot take. I hope not. <laughs> so, of course, Merry and Pippin throw themselves to the ground in panic. Oh, yeah, so I really am the twins. <laughs> Exactly. And Sam shrinks to Frodo's side. Taylor, protect me. Exactly. Frodo suddenly feels a terrible desire to put on the ring. And so he does it because he's a dumb bitch. What can I say? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You going to say something? (laughs) No. (laughs) The black shapes suddenly become clear to Frodo and he can see that they're the black riders obviously. And he sees that they have deathly white faces and terrible eyes. So kind of sounds like Voldemort to me, but you know, just they have normal noses. Probably. I would assume maybe a little crooked from like the fights, but like it's not pressed into the face. There is, they have like the nose bone, you know? Right, right, right. The cartilage. That's what it is. It's cartilage because there's no bone there. Right. When you think of, like, so, a skeleton. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then they have, they're robed in gray and carry swords. It's like the Grim Reaper, but, like, a little more fun. That's fun. That's creative. <laughs> um, the tallest wears a crown and springs toward Frodo with a knife and sword. And Frodo cries out the elven names of Alberth and Gilthaniel. Gilthaniel. And stabs at the feet of the Black Rider's king. Frodo feels like like an icy pain in his shoulder, and he suddenly then he suddenly sees Strider leap forward with a burning log in each hand. And just as Frodo's about to fall into unconsciousness, he takes off the ring. What is Casual. the ring? Like, what is the power of the ring? Do we just not know, or? It could be we don't know. It could be me being a bad reader, which is like I feel like my brand. Um, yes. I mean, we're both bad readers in our own way. It's okay. Yeah. Well, we do find out more about the ring like later. It's just like, it, it just like, it can make you obviously disappear as we've seen so far. And if combined with all the other rings, I think it has like a great power that could like destroy Middle Earth. So like 
Thanos and the snap? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like... We're coming for you, Marvel. We're coming for Marvel. We're coming for everybody. I'm coming for your left shoe and I'm shitting in them, pal. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, after examining his wounds, Strider becomes concerned even more, um, even more so when he finds on the ground the knife that gave Frodo the wound. Strider takes Sam aside and tells him, like, yo, dude, this wound is not good. Soon an evil power is going to take overtake Frodo and he like might dead ass die, like died, dead, gone forever, never to be seen again. So Strider goes down the hill and returns carrying leaves of Athlias, a plant with like healing power. And he uses the leaves to tend to his Frodo's wounds, which have begun to like spread. Oh, fun. We love, we love some mortal peril. What can I say? <laughs> Nevertheless, they keep marching on, and near Rivendell, they meet the elf lord Glorf- Glorfindel, who has been on the lookout for them. And at the last... F- they call it a ford, but I really don't know what that is. I'm, I'm like, it sounds pretty fucking dumb, but it sounds like kind of like an, an exit or like an outlet, like a little like side area like a fork in the road kind of thing i don't know but at the last ford before rivendell frodo riding glorfindel's horse outruns the ambushing black riders who are oh wait sorry i forgot to mention as they're like riding out of rivendell or sorry they're riding yeah right i'm pretty sure they're riding out of uh rivendell they get like attacked by black riders and they come close to like capturing Frodo or Frodo and his friends, but the Glorfindel's horse like outruns the the ambushing Black Riders, and the Black Riders like swept away by this flood, and Merry, Pippin, Sam, and Strider are rescued by the person who created the flood, Elrond, the master of Rivendell. So I guess it is right when they're coming into Rivendell. So that makes sense, I guess. Of course. So Frodo wakes up several days later in a bed in Rivendell and is shocked and delighted to see Gandalf, the king, sitting nearby. And the wizard tells Frodo that Elrond healed Frodo's wounds just in time. A splinter of the Black Rider's knife had stayed in the hobbit's shoulder and was working its way toward his heart. To which I say, that sounds familiar, and I can't remember what it was. But I've definitely like read or consumed some piece of media where something was yeah. looking towards the main character's heart. I can't remember what it was. I it's can't going remember to either, me. but I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. I know everyone who's listening to this is like screaming the answer, but I, I cannot think of it to save my life right now. <laughs> so I can only imagine whoever that is stole from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm just seeing copyright claims left and right in this from this book. What can I say? Yeah, right. <laughs> so had it stayed in the hobbit's shoulder uh, any longer, it would have reached his heart and, heart and he would have turned into a wraith, just like the riders. Dun dun dun. He really is a special victim. I will say he that. Yes. So Gandalf tells Frodo that for now the ring wraiths have been swept away but not killed by the flood that Elrond had let let loose, let forth, and that Elrond controls the water running in front of Rivendell, and with some help from Gandalf, that's how they had they got the flood to happen. Mm-hmm. They then hold a meeting to discuss what to do about the ring. During this council, Frodo learns the full history of the ring, and the story behind the ring is this: Elrond tells a story of the origins of the rings of power. Forged by the elven smiths in the Second Age and of the One Ring, which Sauron made to rule the others. One Ring to rule them all. So, um, Elrond speaks of the great battle in which Ilsidur cut the ring from the Dark Lord's hand and of, and of the loss of the ring in the Anduin River when Ilsidur perished. So, he cut the ring off of the Dark Lord's hand and then he lost the ring when he died in the and Duin River. Afterward, the realms of, of Westerness went into 
decline. The northern realms were mostly abandoned, um, and though the southern realm of Gondor endured, it weakened as well. The men of Gondor allowed Sauron's forces back into Mordor and had to cede territory to the Dark Lord. Gross. The Dark Lord. The Dark Lord. The Dark Lord shall return. (laughs) So Gandalf then tells everyone about how he discovered that Sauron was gaining power again in Mirkwood. And he tells us that Sauron, or sorry, Saruman the White, the head of Gandalf's Order of Wizards, (laughs) um, advised against challenging Sauron. When the wizards finally decided to challenge Sauron, it was too late as he had already built up his forces in Mordor and fled there. Gandalf searched for Gollum, but was unable to find him, so he went to the city of Minas Tirth, where Ilsador had allegedly, sorry, had allegedly left a description of the ring. From this description, Gandalf learned about the writing on the ring. Then Aragorn tells the council that he did, in fact, find Gollum after Gandalf left. So Aragorn, Strider, found Gollum, and he tells them that it was, it's surely Gollum that Sauron has heard about Bilbo in the Shire and, you know, the whole story of that he has the ring. Uh, Legolas, my Orlando. dear Lord of the Yes! Exactly. Legolas, an elf from Mirkwood, interrupts with the alarming news that Gollum recently escaped the elves' dungeon with the help of an army of orcs. Just, just fun Where things. Where the fuck did he get an army of orcs? I'm assuming Sauron sent them to get Gollum out. Like, that is my assumption. That could be wrong, but that is I mean, that's a good assumption. It just... That is just my theory, my conspiracy theory so far. It don't make sense. So Gandalf tells how he journeyed to Orthanac, the Tower of Saruman, where he was dismayed to learn that Saruman, the greatest of the wizards, intended to join forces with Mordor or to wield the ring himself. So he's been turned bad. Gollum? Rude. No, Saruman, who is the oh, head right, of right, 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 right. the wizard organization. <laughs> the Great Leagues of Wizards, whatever the <laughs> hell it was called. <laughs> I'm sorry, if you take this, not like if you take this seriously, but like if you get like mad that we're laughing, like you can't not laugh at how ridiculous it sounds. It's funny. It's a it good is. story. I mean, it's, it's a, a great novel. story, but like right. you can't not laugh at how ridiculous it sounds. It's like so funny. Well, it's also a fantasy novel. I feel like fantasy novels, you have to laugh at some yeah. point. So, um, so when Gandalf refused to join, when Gandalf refuses to join the dark side with Sauron and Saruman, why did they got both, both got to have S names? They sound so similar too. <laughs> when he refuses to join them, Saruman locked him in the tower of Orthanac until the great eagle came and rescued Gandalf taking him to the horsemen of Rowan. There, Gandalf tased, tased, tamed Shadowfax, the swiftest of all horses, and rode him back to the Shire. But of course, he's, he had already missed the hobbits, and then he also missed the, them meeting Aragorn at Bree, and then went on to Weathertop, where he battled the, the riders with mm-hmm. Elrond. The wizard then, so Gandalf then made his way to Rivendell, hoping to draw some of the nine away from Strider and the hobbits. The only remaining question now, since we've all caught up, is the most important one. What the fuck do we do with this ring? <laughs> destroy it. Use yeah, the rings so to destroy so, the rings. Literally. So after some back and forth, Frodo, Frodo and everyone agrees that he's going to t- accept the burden of taking the ring to the only place it the only place it can be destroyed, the place where it was created. Dun 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 dun. dun. So it it's of course going to be a very long and nearly impossible journey because this book, this series is three books long and they are very long books. As the ring was forged in the cracks of doom, the video game, part of the fiery mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you have to battle aliens and it's crazy. <laughs> it's part of the fiery mountain Oridurin in the very heart of Sauron's realm of Mordor. At the end of this meeting, the council creates a group to help Frodo in his quest. 
So in addition to Frodo, the Fellowship of the Ring includes Sam, Mary, Pippin, Aragorn, Gandalf, and Legolas, a dwarf named Gimli, and a man from the south named Boromir. Boromir! Sam Bean! I just looked yes. up the cast list, that's why. Yeah, well, see, my dad has told me about him, because he's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So he's, Sam like, Bean, very excited. He's Sam like, oh, Bean. that guy is in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Sean Bean, what a king. What a guy. What a guy. I love him. About two months pass before they leave, in which they gather intel on the enemy, and Frodo helps Bilbo finish his book. Have I mentioned Bilbo is there? Because Bilbo, is, he's there. He's chilling. Oh, he's, like... He came on the journey, or he's just like, hey, that's no, like his he's retirement in, plan. This is, I guess, his retirement plan. He's just decided to take up residency in Rivendell. Honestly, is, if this is the part of the movie that I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. um, where it's almost like Grecian and like pretty, then Wait, like no. I would, I would I don't retire think it there is. too. I think that's a different part. It might be that. Might be. I just so, remember in the. Not like this is this isn't a spoiler because like it's from the book that happens in the movie. It's mm-hmm. the part where um, Bilbo wakes up after like their attack, and they're like the same. You mean Frodo? Up. What? You mean Frodo? Frodo, yeah, that's what I said. I thought I said Frodo. You said Bilbo. Oh my bad. Um, Which like fair, <laughs> and both ended uh, the, so. the fucking Hobbit that had the ring at the time. He wakes Frodo. up. Yeah, he wakes up from like passing out in like this beautiful room and that's when he sees Gandalf for the first time and it's just okay so yeah this is the same this is the right part I would retire there too it's stunning (laughs) is it like Florida no it's better sorry Florida but like maybe he's in Malibu then yeah right (laughs) he's like he's like in Rome with all this marble work I wish couldn't be me I wish couldn't be me. Could never be me. I'll just retire. I'll just retire to the Venetian in Las Vegas. Close <laughs> enough. Love that. The fellowship then heads south and attempts to pass over the Misty Mountains via the Carad Caradras, uh, the Caradras Pass. As sure. the right mm, as one I does. Yes. Right. As the group climbs farther and farther, the road becomes like hella dangerous. And it's, like, the path is along, like, a cliff face. So, not a fan oh, of Oh, I remember this part of the movie, too. Like, there are bits yeah, and so, pieces of the movies that I, like, remember. Right. Like, yeah, I remember the I was, scenery. I don't remember anything happening or what happens. I just remember how beautiful those movies were. Right. I can't wait to watch them. I've never seen them. Especially, so. and you have to remember, these were made... The first one came out, in two, like, 20 years ago. Not even exaggerating. I just looked right. it up. It comes out in 2001. The way that this CGI was so good for that time. When you think about, I'd like to thank New Zealand. Yes. Oh, right, because they fil- they didn't use CGI. They filmed in New Zealand, right? Right. I'm sure. Well, there's still like I'm sure hella good CGI with yeah. like the magic and stuff. Because I just think of like Harry Potter when they filmed mm-hmm. and they were going to the first Harry Potter when they're going to visit Hagrid and you can see behind them it is so fucking cgi with like this yeah yeah and then you watch this and you're like what yeah you knew they had a big budget yeah for sure i'm gonna look up the budget now because i'm curious i heard i think i read somewhere that um the two towers which is the next book i believe is like one of the most awarded like movies their like budget was movies. 93 million dollars damn the two towers is next i'll look up the yeah. Awards. It won two Oscars, which is very yeah, surprising because it it's... It was very well awarded, I had heard. Yeah. It was just surprising because sci-fi movies are not... They hate them. Yeah. At the Oscars. They had a budget of 94 for the second one. And it grossed nearly a billion dollars, so that makes sense. Let's see. Yeah. They were up for... They were nominated for 138 awards and won 124 awards, including two Oscars. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm haven't read it yet. I'm just starting it now, but it's. I'm excited. I'm excited so, for you. <laughs> yeah. So as they're going along the path, snow begins to fall, and only Legolas remains undeterred, undeterred, um, because he's an elf, so he can walk lightly over snow, and hardly lose a footprint. The farther the group goes, the heavier the snow falls, and before long, the boulders start to tumble down the mountainside. 
um, all around them. Wait. The third movie, I think, is the one you were actually talking about. Because the third movie won 11 Oscars. Damn. That's crazy. It won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Writing. Um, Just swapped the Oscars that year. Yeah, they really did. Wow. Sorry, I just noticed that and I was like, damn. Damn. Maybe it's the whole series and it might be mm-hmm. like the whole like trilogy in general. Like it might be like the most awarded like franchise in history or something. Yeah, it grew the last movie grossed over a billion dollars. That's insane. That's in- nuts. So eventually they are forced to turn around or to turn back, but the snow is built up like so many feet behind them, so they have to burrow a way out for the hobbits. <laughs> Mikey, you just that. put them on their shoulders. Short people rights, am I right? Short kings, <laughs> put them on the shoulders. Yeah. That's heavy though. They're probably carrying like backpacks oh, and shit. Oh, that's true. The the snow soon stops after they retreat, um, and as Gimli notes, evidently some force in the Caradras does not want them to pass. So you got some little some pass. superstition in there. So they are then forced to divert the path through the mines of Mor- um, Moria, the ancient underground realm of the dwarves. Naturally, and yes. let me tell you, this mine, not a good choice. And it's nothing but chaos. <laughs> they get chased by wolves, attacked by tentacled monsters, and find a tomb with a book that has the last words, we cannot get out, drums in the deep, they are coming. Don't like that. I never trusted like mines to begin with. No. I mean, you watch um, seven, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? I don't trust mines because of a fucking national treasure. Oh, well, there's that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Two different kinds of people, folks. Yeah. Um, I don't... I mean, I also have, like, a thing about... I'm not, like, claustrophobic, but I have, like, a thing about very enclosed spaces. Like that? Like, if I can't... I, not necessarily tight spaces, but just, like, if I can't see a way out... Of that tight space, that's when I get freaked out. I'm not superstitious. I'm just I'm a, a little, little stitious. Yeah. <laughs> you get me. I feel you though, cause like boats. No thanks. Yeah, my I, dad is like a big. He doesn't want to. He doesn't like cruise ships, cause he yeah. doesn't like that there's no exit. Yeah. I don't same. like cruise ships because if you get murdered, you're in um, open mm-hmm. water and there's mm-hmm. no. You're not. Get, you're not getting found. You're never like, getting found, up. and no one's ever getting prosecuted. So. Nope. Exactly. If you want more information on how shitty cruise ships are, please feel free to look up on YouTube Hassan Minaj's entire episode from the Patriot Act about how shitty cruise ships are and how much they suck. Yeah, uh, I just hate them. They just scared the fuck out of me, so I stay away from them. I have no desire to ever go on a cruise ship. Thanks, no thanks. Me either. Me either. I'll go on like a riverboat. That seems fun, but like it's different. Yeah, a cruise ship, absolutely not. No, agreed. Can never be me. So, these last words, we cannot get out, drums in the deep, they are coming. Of course, this means some shit is about to happen. And boy, does it. Because (laughs) suddenly, there are drums banging, and soon enough, they find themselves in the middle of an orc invasion. Of drums Um, banging in a mine? Are you trying to get that shit to collapse on you? What the fuck? Exactly. So, they all fight them off, but don't escape unscathed, because Frodo is stabbed by the orc, like, king, overruler, whatever you want to call him. And right as they're about to get out of the mines, a, a Belrog leaps out from the group of orcs and swings giant, a giant, like, flaming sword toward Gandalf. A Balrog, from what I understand, is, like, a really creepy, like, horrible demon. So... When you said, not, you said Belrog, I thought you said yeah. Balfrog, and I was like, a frog? That doesn't oh seem gosh. very scary, but... <laughs> Could you imagine? Maybe it has, like, a head of a frog, but, like... Or, like, the body of a frog and, like, something else, because then it can leap high, but it's, like... Exactly. Got, like, vampire fangs. I don't know. (laughs) That would be terrifying. (laughs) Maybe it sparkles, too? Yes. (laughs) In the firelight, it's, like, ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Disorients you? Yeah. Blinds you and then stabs you. Please, please someone draw us a picture of this (laughs) and send it to us. (laughs) I'm dying to know. So... The wizard, so Gandalf stands firm and casts a spell that breaks the bridge in two. Uh, the Balrog tumbles down, but in falling, casts its whip around Gandalf's ankle pull, and pulls him down into the depths of the chasm of Chasm. So, the chasm of Chasm. 
<laughs> it's just such a tongue twister trying to say that five times fast. So Gandalf is um, hashtag dead. I don't think he's dead. I think he's still alive, but that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> that's my opinion. It's my opinion. Exactly. So the rest of the party continues on to Lorien, the forest of Galadrim. Galadrim? Sorry, the forest of the Galadrim elves, where the lady Galadriel tests their hearts and gives them gifts to help them on their quest. Kate Blanchett. Love that. No clue. No, it is on the in the on the wouldn't know since I haven't watched it yet. I I looked up the cast list as you were going through this so I could picture it in my mind. Oh my gosh. Kate Blanchett is really for real? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that makes sense. I like that. And Liv Tyler is someone else. Ooh. So Frodo, spellbound by Gladriel's heart uh, Gladriel's power and wisdom, offers her the ring. She refuses because she says despite her intentions, the ring would corrupt her, and ultimately she would only replace Sauron. Leaving Lorien, the fellowship travels by boat down the Great River, down the Great River Anduin, which they talked about before, which is, this is where that guy lost mm-hmm. the ring in the first place. At night, they spot Gollum following them, which is not creepy at all. Andy Circus. Pardon? Andy Circus. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. the voice yeah. of Gollum. Which I did not know. So when they reach the falls of Rarus, 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 I guess, the Fellowship must decide whether to head toward Mordor on the east or toward safety, uh, the safety of the city of Minas Tirith to the west. Okay. So now this is when shit goes down. So while they're trying to decide this, Boromir and Frodo are like, talking and Boromir is overcome by the ring's power and desire and the desire for the ring and confronts Frodo and tries to steal the ring from him. Frodo fends off Boromir, um, but then realizes that he must go to Mordor and not Minas Tirith. However, Frodo does not want to get his friends into this like predicament. He doesn't want his friends to go through these trials and tribulations and possibly die. Um, and he also doesn't want to see any more of his friends to be corrupted by the ring, so he attempts to leave secretly and continue this quest alone. What a man thing to do. I know. He's trying to be courageous. I understand. You're trying to protect your friends. You're like, there's no re- need for us all to suffer when just one of us can do it, and I'll be that person. It's very brave. It's very courageous, but it's also very man. I'll take one for the team. I'll take the take L. One. Exactly. So The L being my life, but whatever. <laughs> So he does not make it out on his own, though, because Sam realizes what the fuck he's doing and goes and finds him and is like, I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing, but you're not leaving without me. So Sam, so uh, Frodo is leaving like on a boat towards Morador and Sam goes into the river and starts like swimming towards the boat, <laughs> yes. forcing Frodo to rescue him from the river and pull him into the boat and take him with him. And that's where the book ends. Ah, uh, Wow. And that's the end of Fellowship the Ring. I'm really impressed with myself for getting through that in like an hour. I'm impressed with you too. I would never. (laughs) Wow, that was really uh, good. I did not know there was so much singing in those books. Oh, so much singing, dude. I like low key. So I was listening. I listened to the audio book and I um, had to listen to the narrator sing these songs (laughs) on one and a half speed. Damn. It was an experience. I kind of skipped through some of them because there's, I'm not kidding. There's probably four or five songs in this book. <laughs> J.R.R. Oh, Tolkien was like, I want to be a songwriter and you're going to deal with it. <laughs> Literally. He's like, I can't be a pop star. So therefore I'm putting my lyrics in my book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a good one. Yeah, but that's it. There, there she goes. There, that's all she, he wrote, and then went on to. No, write it's two not all he wrote. He wrote two more books. <laughs> yeah, two more books and many other things. But yeah, I'm thinking I might do the other two. We shall see. Ooh. I did immensely enjoy this, and I think it would be fun to do the other two since I have no idea what's to come. Yeah, so. that's fun. I like that idea. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing for the next step. To be quite honest, I have not picked a book. Oh, boy. So, we'll see. 
probably pick it on Wednesday and probably power read through the night. Um, but we'll see. It's always a journey. It's always it a choice. And we are recording a week in advance. So I kind of like this new schedule where we record a week in advance. So then we have a week to edit the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of two days. So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bookaholics Pod. You can find me on Twitter at French Toastix with an X or on Instagram at Francesca Hope. And where can they find you? You can find me on Goodreads, Alicia Reads 13, or on Storygraph, just Alicia Reads. And we'll see you for the next one. Bye.